0: UK Healthcare, the power of advanced medicine. Presents our doctor and med staff podcasts. This is UK Healthcast. Here's Melanie Cole. Welcome. In today's podcast, we're talking about social workers. People have heard the term psychologist and psychiatrist, but they're not quite sure what the difference is if somebody is a social worker and what training that they have. My guest today is Wally Bellis. He's a senior social worker in the Department of Pediatrics in the Division of Forensic Medicine at UK Healthcare. Wally, I'm so glad to have you here today. Tell us what is a social worker.
1: Well, hi, Melanie. So, uh, to me a social worker is someone who can function in in many different roles as they as they interact with uh with families and patients um i don't think that there's that there's really one specific definition for a social worker for example we may act as um brokers when we're assisting families or patients in accessing resources within the community. We may be working as an advocate, helping the underserved populations, impoverished or victims of abuse, uh, advocating for their rights. We can function as educators, providing education to families on uh, family functioning, child development, etc. cetera. Really, there, there's just a whole different range of functions for social worker.
0: So then what type of training do you have? Is this a master's degree work? Is it a bachelor's of science? What, what kind of training do you have?
1: So I have a bachelor's of science in psychology and a master's degree in social work. And I took an examination and am certified by the state of Kentucky to practice social work. So it's,
0: it's college educated, and then there's a licensure, there's a, there's a certification that you get. And does everybody yeah, have ma'am. to get that?
1: Uh no ma'am, uh not everybody but here here at the university in order to practice at at the uh the level that we do, we do require a master's degree and certification. We also have uh another uh area of expertise for social workers that would be the social work principals who are actually licensed clinical social workers, uh meaning that they are licensed to to practice uh individual and group therapies.
0: One thing that's interesting to me, Wally, is that you're a social worker in the Department of Pediatrics and forensic medicine. So, I'd like to break those down a little. How is a pediatric social worker different than an adult social worker?
1: Um, I think that pediatrics is different because we're very much focusing on the the patient in the environment. Um, very, very uh, frequently. Our, our, uh, our children uh, are not able to function independently because of their age. and so we are specially trained social work is specially trained to look at uh, the environment as a whole and address issues within the environment uh, that will assist our patients. and I to me that's what uh, I, I believe that social work is very much dovetailed specifically for for pediatrics.
0: And one of the things I said as I introduced you was that you're in the division of forensic medicine. People think of forensic medicine as, you know, figuring out how someone died. And that's what they think, that (laughs) word forensic. You must have heard this a lot of times, right?
1: Yes, as a matter of fact. So when when we go in and we introduce ourselves to families, we typically introduce ourselves as the child injury team because forensics has... Uh, a very different connotation to it, as you pointed out.
0: So, okay, so you explain to the parents or to the patient what it is that you do. Tell us how you work with pediatric patients. What kind of conditions are you seeing that you can help with when it comes to teens and tweens? And I imagine it's pretty broad.
1: Uh, it, it is very broad, so so we're seeing patients both uh, on an inpatient basis and also uh, as outpatients. And essentially, what we're doing is we're we're seeing patients uh, when there is concern that there may have been some type of child maltreatment. So as you can imagine, oftentimes these are these are families, these are individuals that that pretty much are having the worst days of their lives when we walk in.
0: Wow. Must be an intense job for you, Wally. What is a day like? what What is your day like? And how do you keep your own head in perspective if you're helping people that have pretty severe problems? And as I said before, adolescents, wow, they can just have all kinds of things going <laughs> on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um so so a typical day we we may have one or two uh consultations where we're we're going over into the hospital or actually seeing a patient in clinic. Um we uh when when we do an assessment, it's typically myself along with either one of our physicians or one of our nurses or one of our nurse practitioners go into the room, uh introduce ourselves to the family. Uh, explain the nature of of why we're there and and what exactly has has brought us to to them. Uh, The interview itself is uh, is fairly standard. We'll gather demographic information from the family. We'll talk very specifically about uh, the circumstances that led up to their uh, being brought to the hospital the nurse practitioner, nurse or physician will take a detailed medical history of the patient and also of the uh, family members, and then we'll do a psychosocial part, which is is what I'm responsible for. And we we take all of those all of that information that we gather and frequently there's additional tests that are that our medical folks will, will order and we compare what we find in, in our medical examination with how the child came to be in the emergency department. And basically what we're doing is, is trying to make sure that everything that we see is, is accounted for that there's, that there's a, a, a plausible explanation for, for what we see.
0: And then do you do investigative work if there isn't a plausible invest, you know, in, in explanation for what it is that you're seeing?
1: That's a really good question, Melanie. So if, if there are any questions left over, Um, If there's things that we cannot answer, then yes, what we do is we work in conjunction with state social services, the Department for Community-Based Services. They're actually the agency within the the Commonwealth of Kentucky that performs uh, the official child maltreatment investigations.
0: So then it passes on to social services, and then do you get back with the adolescent if they've figured out what's going on and help them to kind of come to grips or deal with whatever the problem was?
1: So absolutely um, what what we're doing is not only trying to ensure the safety of the individuals that we have either in clinic or in the hospital, but also making sure that that those individuals that family members that everybody kind of understands the the process that's going on, where they are. Uh, in, in the actual investigative process, making sure that they have the necessary support that they're going to need once they get back into the community, uh, whether that's individual counseling for the patient or for the parents, substance uh, uh, substance use counseling, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Wow. It's pretty comprehensive what you do. Tell me a little bit. <laughs> well, it is. It's such it's such a big role that you play and, and I'm sure you really affect so many families' lives. Wally, tell us your philosophy of care because you seem like such a nice guy. You're easy to laugh, easy to talk to. I imagine that the teens, adolescents are really attracted to the fact that you are able to Deal with them. Talk to them. Help them. Tell me your philosophy of care.
1: So um, I think, really, my my philosophy of care is. is um, let me think about how to describe this. Um, to me, it is it is very important to treat everybody that we see with with respect and with it with dignity um regardless of what's going on regardless of what has brought us into uh contact with with folks there there is a a um, amount of dignity and and respect that that everybody deserves and i i think that that is uh honestly i think it's the the best way to to interact with everybody
0: Well, I think it also adds a comfort level. And, you know, teens are not always easy to get them to open up. I'm a parent of two of them, so I know that sometimes it takes a little finagling to get them comfortable with whatever it is you're discussing. Wrap it up for us. What you would like the listeners to take away from this segment about social work, your profession, and how you can help families at UK HealthCare.
1: Um I think the biggest thing that we do here uh at at the uh the university is education and and we try to give every parent and and every child that comes in uh a, a little bit of information that's going to help guide them in the future. Sometimes it it's things like uh um education on the the ten four bruising rules, so that they they know that parents know when to recognize that perhaps something isn't isn't going uh exactly as it should with their child. Uh, we also provide education on on things like the uh the face it campaign and making sure that uh families know uh who to contact when when they have concerns so so to us. Um, a really large part of our job is is the education factor, because what really what we we want folks to know and what we would really like to do is to be able to prevent child maltreatment before it happens.
0: That's great information. Thank you so much, Wally, for coming on today and sharing with us your expertise and telling us your philosophy of care and how you work on a day-to-day basis with families. Thank you again. This is UK HealthCast with the University of Kentucky Healthcare. For more information, you can go to ukhealthcare.uky.edu. That's ukhealthcare.uky.edu. I'm Melanie Cole. Thanks for tuning in.